Hey Rope Droppers, we want to thank our amazing sponsor, the Rope Drop Queen herself, Michelle McKnight. She's an independent travel agent affiliated with MEI Travel and Mouse Fan Travel. We have used her on a number of vacations and can't speak highly enough of her services. If you are thinking about a Disney vacation, she's the one to talk to. Her services are completely free. Disney pays her after you travel. And she has a wealth of knowledge that has saved us a lot of time and money. So check her out on Facebook at Rope Drop Queen or email her at michelle.mcknight at mei-travel.com. Now, on to the show. Helping you navigate the Disney parks. With the hope that it will be a source of joy and inspiration to all the world. You're listening to Rope Drop Radio. Welcome to another Rope Drop Radio. I'm your host, Eric Sassman, of course, the Disney dentist. The legendary Dr. Doug is with me. And Doug, Halloween was only a few days ago, and already I am seeing Christmas stuff everywhere. It's Christmas time. Break out the music and the lights. Let's get going, right? I, I mean, Why waste any time? Of course, we, we go and do all the sales uh, after Halloween, we go to all the, the stores and get the 75 and 90% off Halloween gear. But all the Christmas lights and trees went up uh, weeks ago. And you know who does it better than everyone else? Disney. Disney. Yep. Disney. yep. Uh, it, they, they waste no time. Uh, I love it. You have a picture and you're going to share it on our social media. But it is like uh, the minute Halloween ends, November 1st hits, Mickey's not so scary goes into uh, uh, you know the storage and the lights and trees start coming up. Yeah, we were at a Mickey's not so scary one night. The next day, um, there is a picture of our kids with a tree at Hollywood Studios. The very next day, it it amazes me. I don't even know when they have time to work on that. They must have an army of robots or something. Just yeah, uh, all compl- night long. As soon as it closes, till the time it opens, just you know. The more the merrier, I guess. Yeah, and but uh, everyone loves the holidays at Disney World. Of course, it's a uh, the magic becomes more magical. They do incredible lighting and uh, different things with Santa. In fact, that's what today's show is all about: is Disney in the holiday season. So first, um, let's talk about going over uh, the holiday season. You know, November, December. Uh, up into New Year's, uh, what are the crowds like during this time? So it's there's more than just Christmas to go to experience Christmas, which is yep. good. Um, so it starts early November. Uh, the actual stuff, the the decorations slowly appear over the first two to three weeks in November. So if you go that first week in November, you're not going to get the full experience. It might not be until November 9th, 10th, 11th, somewhere in there before all the lights start coming on, the Christmas parties start. So that first week in November, you're going to see a little bit. You're going to get a taste, but you're not going to get the full effect. So really, it's mid-November. If you want to experience Christmas decorations, the holiday parties, that mm-hmm. sort of stuff. Um, and you know, crowds are good mid-November. It's a great time to go. It's cooling off. The evenings aren't sweltering. Um, it's really nice crowd-wise. Then you hit Thanksgiving, and it's like Thanksgiving doesn't really happen. Um, it's just a one day in the middle of Christmas, right? Can, That's can all you get turkey at least somewhere in the Magic um, Kingdom? Yeah, there are some various places to get your Thanksgiving dinner around um, around the world, but uh, it's just kind of like that one day. Thanksgiving, you know, it's just one day. We're going to be there for Thanksgiving, so I'll let you know exactly what it's like after our trip. I've never 
it's been a long time. I've been there on Thanksgiving, but it's been a while. And uh, yeah, and we're going two days after Thanksgiving on the other side at California mm -hmm. Adventure. So we'll have to see uh, what the crowds are like. Uh, yeah. you know, right after the holiday. So the crowds build for Thanksgiving week. Um, Thanksgiving weekend itself is one of the busiest travel holidays of the year. So you can imagine what that does to the parks for uh, like the Wednesday before Thanksgiving through Saturday after. It, it gets pretty bananas. Um, and then after that, a lot of people leave. And the first couple of weeks of December are pretty nice. Full Christmas mode, even at home. If you're at home, not at Disney World, you're in Christmas mode as soon as Thanksgiving's over. At least most people are. Our tree so goes up the weird. day after. Yep. Yeah, so it's not weird to be celebrating Christmas you know, December 2nd, December 3rd at Disney World, and then go home and have to wait for Christmas. Like, we did a Halloween party once uh, on Labor Day. And then we went home, and we were, like, talking about our Halloween party, and people look at you like, It's not even October are. yet. That's yeah, the, it, yeah, like, you're crazy. So doing Christmas early at Disney isn't quite as weird as doing Halloween early. Um, and then you get those week before Christmas, and the crowds start to roll in again. And then um, Christmas to New Year's is the busiest week by far ever. Which I've, I've gone. I, I have gone uh, to the Magic Kingdom on the busiest day of the year, which is New Year's. And it was insane. By the time we got to the back of the park to ride um, pretty much anything, we, we, it was just everything had multi-hour wait. It's one of those where you just wait an hour to get counter service food type of days. It, which, it was. I think we only got on three uh, or four attractions. I don't even know if it was really worth it. It was just your elbow to elbow. They they actually closed the park. They hit maximum capacity the day we went uh, before 10 o'clock. Yeah, no thank you. I'll nope. pass. So yep. that's the crowds. There's some good times to go crowd-wise. Weather-wise, it's a mix. Um, weather can fluctuate from day to day. We had one trip where um, the first couple days it was in the 80s, and then the next day, two days later, there's the frost warning on the news, which is hilarious to watch, by the way, when you're from the Midwest. Oh, and Florida has a, yep. a frost warning. Like, the shelves are getting cleared out in the grocery stores. It's like, it's frost. Well, you can't drive. It's they have but, a um, fraction of a centimeter of it, uh, snow, and, and people uh -huh. just lose control. So, we did see frost on palm trees once, and you're outside a lot at the park, so please remember to bring layers, mm -hmm. um, little gloves at least, stocking caps. seems really weird to pack that for Florida, but when you're out there for rope drop and you're just waiting for the park to open, it is not comfortable if it's 32, 42, 50 degrees. So think about that. But it does uh, warm up. It does, Yep. and then it cools back down, mm -hmm. which is nice. It's better than... Um, it being 85 while you're waiting for rope drop and uh, just getting hotter and hotter. So I'll say that. And, and I'll take the cold. The, the winter is my favorite time of the year to go. Uh, that's why we go in February uh, almost every year. And But we, we have. We, we do enjoy uh, the winter. Uh, hopefully, uh, we're going to get into it in a second, but our dream is to take our kids to Mickey's Very Merry Christmas Party, which I know you've done a few times. So might as well use that as a transition into the Magic Kingdom, maybe, and, and talk about kind of the biggest event of the year and, and what kind of Disney World is known for in the holiday season. Yeah, so the holidays at Disney definitely centers around the Magic Kingdom. 
One thing that everybody thinks about is the Christmas Day Parade because you can watch that all across the country Christmas mm-hmm. morning. I know that's something that my family always does. It's not filmed on Christmas morning. I know. Spoiler alert. I know. Right? Oh, yep. We, uh, we were at the filming um, one time in 2010. They filmed it the first week of December that year. Um, it's not something like a spectacle to behold. It's a television production. So you see the one float come down the street and then it backs up, comes down the street and backs up, comes down the street. Um, as someone who know, works in television, yep, I get that. It's three, four takes of everything, mm-hmm. different crowd angle or camera angles. And so if you don't know anything about TV production, it's like either frustrating or interesting. I don't know which way. Um, we didn't make it a point to try to watch any of it because it's just it'd be your whole day uh, we did and you can watch it at home yeah we took stalkery photos of ryan seacrest when he wasn't like out there hosting you know that's what we did but uh it was neat to be able to say we we're there we took a picture of mariah carey from like way far away with our zoom lens um so it's neat to know that there's celebrities there and then they're around the parks for a day or two as well and you bump into them kind of um, oh, well, my and, wife, the last time we were at Disneyland, got a picture with, uh, uh, I don't remember her name, and, and that my wife's going to give me a hard time, but it got a picture with uh, someone from Dancing with the Stars, nice. that she really liked. So uh, She's yelling at her radio right now, like, rats. Yeah, I know, I feel bad, because it's a program yep. I, I kind of dabble when she has it on, but you, you do, and, and that's actually really neat, and so many times, uh, especially this time of year, is a great time to meet celebrities uh, mm-hmm. at Disney World or Disneyland. They they like to come out as well. They're they're just like us. Uh and it's always fun to get pictures with them. Yeah. So in fact I will give you a quick one. We yeah. met we met, I didn't even talk to Bo Pelini, uh former University of Nebraska head coach, was in line ahead of us when we were there on our honeymoon. So Wow. I don't in the know in if the I winter that out loud. Yep. Did, uh, who was he screaming at a cast member? Uh no, uh, you know no? he just that's he impressive. Was taking, he was yeah, it was, was it had was, a sedative. It was it, he was still intense though. Yeah, uh, yep. Yeah, but um, so anyway, back Magic back Kingdom. to the Magic Kingdom. Magic Kingdom decorations all throughout Main Street. It trickles into some of the lands, not quite as much. Similar to Halloween and the scope and size of the decorations. Huge Christmas tree um down in front of uh, the train station. They don't put that up till after the filming of the uh, parade because then they can't get the shot down all of Main Street. So the tree doesn't go up until after the parade's filmed. And this year, the parade's being filmed in early November. So uh, in just a few days, they're filming the parade. So really early this year. Um, other big things at Magic Kingdom, the Jingle Cruise is something they started about three years ago. I think this is the third year. And I really like it because a twist on the Jungle Cruise decorations throughout the whole attraction in the line they changed the names of all the boats to be like you know mistletones things like that and the puns are pretty hilarious as usual um that is your favorite attraction yeah so it just gets funnier and the jokes are you know super cheesy like why does santa claus love the amazon rainforest because of the rain dear Ah. So the rain, dear. Yeah, so it's like that for 10 minutes. But uh, the Jingle Cruise is great. You know Um, what? If you ever lose your job as a dentist, I don't know why you would, you have a second calling as a Jungle Cruise line 
uh, driver. There you go. I think I think there's age requirements. I'm way too old or something like that already. I don't know. I don't know, Derek. Um, so Jingle Cruise is good. It's a must-do um, if you're there at the holidays. The big thing that everybody can see, uh, just with your regular park ticket, you don't need anything special, the Castle Dreamlights. And if you've never seen the Castle Dreamlights, that's something that's, that's worth Amazing. For. The number of light bulbs they put on the castle, I don't know the number off the top of my head, but it's outstanding. It's, um, and it used to be Cinderella lit it up with her like wish and fairy godmother. And then, of course, it's been frozen. Frozen, yeah. Now it's Anna and Elsa. Elsa, you know, ices up the castle. So there's a little like 10-minute show, and then the uh, lights come on. And it's kind of funny. It, we knew it was about to start, and uh, we were standing right where a photo pass photographer had his line, but we were letting people go past us and they like kept looking at us like, why did these people, why are they just standing in this line and then not getting their picture? Yeah, we were the first people then to get our picture with all the lights on. So people kept getting pictures with the castle in the dark. And yeah, we're, we're those seasoned pro type. That's pro tip. Wait till the lights are on and be in line before the lights are on because once those lights were on, the photo Everyone. pass photographers were swamped. So... Dreamlights are awesome. Um, Magic Kingdom, the, the big thing, though, is Mickey's Very Merry Christmas Party. Mm -hmm. It is a hard ticket event, so separate ticket. Which we've never, like, we've never done. I know you guys have. And we've, I've done it once. Our, our family's done it once. Um, Michelle's done it twice, though. She did it once on a training thing. And, uh, like the Halloween party, a lot of special character meet and greets, some that get really long lines. Get Jack Skellington as Santa Claus. Um, that's one of the big ones. Uh, a lot of other ones. Uh, instead of trick-or-treating, there's cookies and cocoa. And they also now offer apple slices in case you're watching your figure. Um, but it's the holidays, let's be honest. Nope, I, yep, you got to put on that holiday weight. And so there's the special fireworks show. There's the special parade. There's a stage show. Um, there's dance parties. There's snow on Main Street. So a lot like the Halloween party, but Christmas and not villains everywhere. Um, so maybe not quite as different. Also, the big knock on it people don't like is that say you go the week of Christmas, like the week leading up to Christmas when the crowds start to get crazy, uh, they start running the Christmas parade then. So you can see that anyway. They start doing the Christmas fireworks so everybody can see that. So you pay. So you go early December. You pay for that to get in. People later in December get it as part of their regular day. However, those people are dealing with thousands. And oh, I was going to say the, it was the crowds. So it might be you're worth it. it with less, way less people. Hard ticket. You get cookies. So if you can eat sixty dollars worth of sugar cookies, then you're set. Challenge accepted. Awesome. Next so, time we go, I'm going to try and eat that many cookies and pass out from a, an extreme sugar rush. And I think my uh, long time show a while ago told my baby care center story about Alden throwing up everywhere. Oh, yep. That was at the Christmas party after he downed a whole cocoa and I had more cookies than a parent should have let a three-year-old eat. Especially Just, a, a dentist parent, maybe even that too. It all comes down to brushing, Derek. <laughs> so that's really a nutshell of the party um it's fun it's it's Again, one of those things if you have the opportunity maybe, maybe not depends 
depends on what we're doing, what our plans are, how many days we're there. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not something we're going to go out of our way to do. Uh, the Halloween party is something we would go out of our way to do, though. Okay. We'll say that. that. That's always a battle. You always read on the blogs and other podcasts is what's better, you know, uh, not so scary or the holiday party. And, uh, yeah, you hear it back and forth. So you, you lean more towards Halloween and Mickey's yeah, not so scary. You know, I can get $10 worth of candy easily. Each of us can. So that's, that's the tie break. No, I think the character offerings, the special characters are much different. Mm-hmm. Um, when they roll out some of those villains, you know, some people scoff at the fact like, oh, all they did was bring out Lotso. Well, when else are you going to meet Lotso? You know, it, there's other things like that. Um, they don't bring out Lotso at Christmas. You know, they bring out some rare characters, but they're not quite mm-hmm. as rare. So that's my take on it. Well, that one, it's still on our bucket list. Hopefully we can get the kids are at a, about a good age to really go and enjoy the uh, the holidays at Disney, except you you hit it on the nose. It's the crowds, and and I yeah. think that's what people don't realize. A lot of people go. Yeah, and it's the, and, the weekends between uh, Thanksgiving and Christmas are really crazy um, because there's just a lot of the locals go for the mm-hmm. Christmas flavor and Christmas flair, and so yeah, it gets affected. It does. So let's uh, most move parks real quick because uh, each park in uh, in the Walt Disney World in Florida does a little separate, some little different things. And so we want to make sure we touch on those because I guess, you know, if you want to miss the crowds a little bit, it, it, you can skip the Magic Kingdom. And so let's, uh, let's head over the way. Let's go to Animal Kingdom first. Uh, what do you like about Animal Kingdom? That is one I haven't been to in the holiday season, but what do you like about Animal Kingdom? So they have a a really big tree out front, and it's themed to that park. So it's like a lot of wooden, hand-carved type of ornaments, um, different animals on the tree. Um, You can spend some time looking at the Christmas tree. Mm -hmm. Some different decorations that are real subtle. Um, Not anything like the Magic Kingdom. It's not uh, in-your-face garland everywhere lights on the tree snow coming out of main street type of stuff it's a lot more subdued a lot uh, more in character with the park um they used to have santa goofy that you can meet um that went away when avatar bulldozers came out um that still like we joke around every episode seven years later it's been a while since santa goofy was there um but you can meet uh, Mickey and Minnie together at Animal Kingdom, which is something really special about Animal Kingdom's meet and greet for Mickey, is that you also get Minnie and they're together. They're not in the same place but separate, like Character Spot and Epcot. You don't meet them together. You meet them one right after the each other. Well, so at Animal Kingdom, they switch outfits from their normal safari gear to like uh, what my kids would call ugly Christmas sweater. So they're wearing their ugly Christmas sweaters for your Christmas photo. Oh, you know what? That'd be a great uh, photo op if you get the whole family in their ugly Christmas uh, sweater attire and get it with yeah. Mickey and Minnie. With Mickey and Minnie in their Christmas sweater. So that about wraps up Animal Kingdom. Yeah, I knew they didn't have a whole lot, um, but still probably uh, probably a lot less crowded than Magic Kingdom. And maybe uh, whenever Avatar does open up, that would be a good place to go during the holiday mm-hmm. season. So we'll let's find out what the Navi celebrate. That's a good point. Who knows? 
maybe they won't even have any Christmas decor up there. So uh, mm-hmm. let's move on to my, it was my favorite park during the holiday season. And we're going to talk about this in a second. But let's move over to the studios, uh, which went from my favorite holiday park to my least favorite holiday park because of the Osborne lights. Yeah, they are no They're more. Gone. Yep. Streets of America are bulldozed and rubble. I granted, give me another year. Once they open the Star Wars experience, I will completely change my mind. But the Osborne lights were uh, just an amazing part of the Disney World tradition. That uh, just it's it's an experience where uh, did you get to check them out? I have seen them a couple different times. I was really glad I was able to see them with my kids and with my parents both and they, it was neat to watch that with several different generations and they're amazing i, I hope it blew they my mind i I've, I've heard rumors they're going to come to disney springs in a year or two but i i just got lost like mm-hmm. you're just you're just staring at in awe and all of a sudden two hours have gone by so what we did the last time we got in line for toy story right like five minutes before park closed Mm-hmm. Uh, waited about 20 minutes to go on Toy Story, which was awesome at that time. And then... That's still awesome any over. day. Yeah, and then walked over and just... Because they kept the lights on for like two hours after the park closed officially. Mm-hmm. A lot of people would get done with Fantasmic and just leave. The smart people would leave Fantasmic and come walk, look at the lights. And I mean, there was time. there was probably only 25 people there. And so my kids are running up and down the streets with the lights dancing. And you got to find Baby Sinclair from Dinosaurs. Do you remember that show? I do the, remember that show. Not, I, the, I, ma- not the Mama I, I love that. Yeah, that was perfect for my age so generation. He was always hidden in the display. There was a black cat that was always hidden. Or a purple cat, sorry. Always hidden. So it was fun to look for those different things every year. and Going to miss it. So I'm going to have to dig through my old, old pictures and see if I can find... I know I have some, and maybe put them on our social media. That'd be good. Yeah, it's just sad they're gone. So um, instead of being sad, we should talk about what we do have left. Which should is, we? yep, go go for it. I, I haven't been there for a few years. Um, wh- what have you seen in the studios now? All right, so there's going to be a tree. Oh, yay. That. A big tree outside the park, themed to the park with uh, movie things on it and um, some timed sort of that the era that Main Street there, Hollywood Boulevard, is set to um, on that tree. So it's really neat to look at. It's a lot of little details. People that appreciate the parks, appreciate the little details, will love the trees. Hmm. Um, and there's decorations down the main drag there. And on uh, Sunset, I believe there's some decorations as well down towards Tower of Terror. Not necessarily on Tower of Terror, but towards it. Which I, um, I still think would be great if you did a Tower awesome. of Terror Christmas theme. Christmas overlay. Uh, it's like, you know, people are you screaming. You for Scrooge in there instead oh, of the that'd other be, ghosts. See, that'd be great. Uh, that'd be a lot yeah. of fun. It's just, it scares the crap out of you, but sends joy to your heart at the same time. <laughs> like, as yeah. you're dropping to your doom, you go, we wish you a Merry Christmas. That, that would feel like, the doom. yeah, this on a replay, like... Mm-hmm. Twilight Zone, the song got stuck in their head and they couldn't recover. Oh, yeah, man, you know, an Imagineer is going to take that one from us. Yeah, we're, we're just handing them out for free now, Derek. Yeah, Aerosmith, you know, I can same thing, the, the rock and roller coaster. Yep. Uh, Switch that over to some uh, Big Bad Voodoo Daddy Christmas music. Um, you know, one thing that always ends the Food and Wine Festival is Big Bad Voodoo Daddy the last few years, and they play a lot of Christmas music at that set. 
mm-hmm. um, to end it, to end the whole festival that's kicking off Christmas. Um, I'm skipping parks and things there. I'm sorry, but back to the Hollywood Studios. So um, the other big thing just got announced a little while ago. Um, my wife being on the ball like she is, as soon as the tickets opened up, she got us some. Because we were really looking forward to getting Star Wars dessert party tickets because you got a meet and greet, you got to eat in the launch bay. We've never paid for a dessert party, and that's something that I uh, get asked about a lot. And we thought, well, we better do it for research. It's for the podcast, for research. So this is me taking one for you guys so I can tell you what it's like. You I'm are a eat team desserts. player. I know. It's just it's going to be tough. But we bought the dessert party for the Jingle Bell Jingle Bam uh, firework show at Hollywood Studios. So they're not going to show Star Wars from like November 15th, 16th-ish through Christmas, through New Year's, which, is which I thought was crazy. I agree. That is so special because Rogue One is coming out. I, like, I, same thing, I, I just don't understand. That, I don't know if that park knows what it's supposed to be. I mean, it's I turning think, into the Star Wars park. People are traveling, you know, they, especially if you're going to go during the hol- holidays, if you're from the Midwest, you know, this is your once-in-a-lifetime opportunity to go to Disney, and you're missing the Star Wars fireworks for... yeah. Whatever, jingle, jingle Bell, Bell jingle, jingle Bam. Could be amazing. Could I, be the best right, thing I've right. ever seen. I, and Could be. I, I hope. I want a full um, detailed review. Because I paid review. for a dessert party, so it better be. But um, You know the desserts will be good. At least you got that. Yeah. And, you know, it's it sounds promising because a lot of, lot of still photos. They released like four different photos and a lot of the projection stuff on the Chinese theater. Just like Star Wars. Mm-hmm. Um, with the Star Wars show, the way it works right now, the fireworks aren't the main part. It's the projections. So hopefully the storyline's good. It's hosted by Wayne and Lanny from Prep and Landing, who are hilarious. So Love Dave movies. Foley does Wayne, and I am a big Dave Foley fan. He's He is hilarious. Um, so I should, I should enjoy it. Um, I'm going to be really annoying, though, leading up to it and afterwards because I won't just say it. Every time I've already done this, my wife's already tired of it. I say "jingle bell, jingle bam" really loud, and I'm trying to scare my children. So we'll see how that goes over. Like on a bus late at night with someone's kids sleeping on them as they stand there on the way back to the resort. But parent we'll of the out. year award, Doug, right there. Yep, that's me. Well, I got I'm, ex- the money. I'm excited to hear your review, and and we'll definitely uh, after both of our trips, Doug and I are going to give reviews and kind of pros, cons, what's going on at the parks here. Uh, pretty quick. We both have trips coming up uh, this month. so uh, I think next week might be my trip preview show where I just tell you what I'm going to do, and then later you get to hear if any of it happens. Because you be never know. Pre- you never, that is so true. Uh, that might be, that's the best tip that we can get is just you never know um, because refurbishments happen and uh, – and things, you know, can break and things can change. And lines. I here's here. So when we went this time a year um, in the holidays, I had no idea. I told I was told it's going to be busy. I had no idea how busy it gets the week between Christmas and New Year's. And if you're listening to this and planning on going, just know you're going to be waiting in some lines. You'll yeah. be waiting for food. Yeah, you can still have a great time. Yep. You can still enjoy yourself. But you got to go in with the right game plan. And be strategic about fast passes. Make sure you rope drop. And we'll talk a lot about that next week Mm -hmm. when I talk about my show because we're going to Thanksgiving. And so on a scale of bananas, right, um, 
like Thanksgiving is bananas crowds, but like Christmas is a whole fruit salad of crazy. It's more than just bananas. This is just nuts. So, yeah, that was a fruit analogy. I apologize. It's it's okay. It's uh, you should have <laughs> if you're gonna use a fruit, go Dole Whip or something. Dole Whip, in there, yeah, uh, tie it in. Although yep. Disney just came out with some sponsorship of bananas now, so I guess there is a tie-in. Be looking for that. Your Dole produce with Disney characters I, on it. I will be okay. There we go. I only eat bananas with the lion guard on them, so it's just a fun fact. Th- that's not true at all. I was going to say I can't even yeah. find those in the store, but uh, yeah, Disney is slowly taking over everything. So I'm just mm-hmm. when I see a Darth Vader banana, I will be buying that without without blinking an eye. I don't care if it's ten dollars a banana. I'll probably end up buying kind of bruised and dark inside. Though. Ah, funny. I love it. So let's move on to uh, since studios is under a lot of construction right now. Let's move to another park, the final one out of the four, and that is Epcot. Epcot. Which I just Epcot. which I, I do too, but it just finished the food and wine festival. Well, it's still going on as to holiday start at all the other parks. Epcot, they're like the park you know how you have that one friend that like refuses to listen to Christmas music until like a certain date? Or they refuse to put up their Christmas tree until like December fifteenth or something. Yep. You know, everybody knows that one person is like, it's not Christmas yet. Epcot's that person. They don't do Christmas until like Thanksgiving. They like refuse to acknowledge Christmas in November. The decorations slowly show up. So they get them up at the Magic Kingdom, Hollywood Studios, like overnight. And then Animal Kingdom, they pop up. And then they take their sweet time getting Epcot ready because Epcot is like, nope, nope, hold up. Thanksgiving first. Not that they do anything for Thanksgiving, but they just wait. So. I but think the they're so are, exhausted from uh, food and wine that you know they need a little a, break. Yeah, that's I would be. Food and wine's tiring. I mean, and, yeah, the, cra- so and the crowds this year have been uh, the crowds this have been huge crazy. this year too. Yeah, some crazy food and wine crowds. So don't go to food and wine on the weekend. And if you show up at two o'clock in the afternoon on a Saturday, don't expect to walk right up to a kiosk and buy food. Right? That right. Okay. We go covered. without saying. There you go. So expectations, people. Anyway, Epcot has some great things, though. So they have, let's get it right, Joyful, a Gospel Celebration, which is a gospel choir that sings on the stage that they set up by the Fountains of Nations. Um, The Fountain of Nations is the one behind Spaceship Earth towards um, the World Showcase Plaza area. So right behind it, near like Club Cool and Mouse Gears. Um, A great thing you can do is... Get your food at um, Electric Umbrella. Not always the most celebrated counter service restaurant, but there's some good options. Get your food there and eat outside and catch a show. Um, You can watch the fountains dance. You can hear the gospel choir sing. You're not going to look at the gospel choir from there, but you can catch the show. Get your Starbucks, hang out right there, watch your show. Um, It's a really good gospel choir. The only reason I've heard them, uh, we missed them when we went in the holidays somehow, I have heard them, they sing um, right in the last tenth of a mile of the half marathon. They're there singing a hallelujah chorus. And, you know, when you are you ran 13.1 and you just need that 13.2, or no, it is. When you've ran 13 and you're getting that point, ah, man, I can't remember how long it's a half 13, marathon is. 13.1 is how long it is. Okay, 13. I, I 
I added that extra tenth. Well, I zigzagged around people, so there's that extra tenth there. Um, but yeah, they're right there on the 13-mile marker, and they're singing Hallelujah. And there's really never a better song you've ever heard in your life than the last tenth of a mile of the uh, Run Disney event. So that's where I've heard that same gospel choir. It's a great show. It's really enjoyable. Um, Epcot with the World Showcase, they do something that's really neat, and that's the Holiday Storytellers. So, do you, you know anything about these no, guys I don't, there? No, I've never been to did Epcot. Did you see them on... You avoided I, Epcot on New Year's that time, huh? We, we did. We, uh, we actually uh, darted over to um, Universal for ah, a day, too. Probably so. a good decision. Which was actually, side note, the Grinch show loved at Universal. Mm, he's a mean one. Mr. Grinch. Mr. Yep. So, <laughs> holiday um, storytellers. Basically, each country has... Their version of Santa Claus, um, on a schedule they come out and they talk, and then they you can get pictures with them afterwards. Our kids loved it. We went all the way around the World Showcase throughout the day. It wasn't all in a row. I think it took us two different days to actually get it all done. But they had fun, you know, especially like France and, you know, um, Japan. They didn't talk about Christmas because it's not necessarily the main religion there. And um, so they had a New Year's thing guys with the teaching them about the drums and some of the other things in Japan customs and uh, China, they talked about the Chinese new year. Um, I don't think Morocco had one that year. I think sometimes they do, sometimes they don't. So the times guide has it all, but it is really interesting. And in America, I believe there's several different types of storytellers for um, Hanukkah, Kwanzaa, and some other things. So it's not just Santa Claus talking about Santa Claus. I don't even know that Santa Claus is there. So I think they have storytellers about the other religious options um, that we see commonly here in America. So it's really educational and interesting. And it kept um, our kids' attention. Claire was four when we did that. So a four-year-old was fully engaged with those storytellers. But the big item at... uh, or Epcot. Oh, there's one more little thing. They put a tag on the end of Illuminations. It gets a few minutes longer. A little Christmas music stuff mm-hmm. blows up. Peace on Earth. Okay, so there's a holiday tag on Illuminations. But the Candlelight Processional. I've heard great things about. I have not seen it. We thought, well, maybe we'll check it out. But the lines to get into it, like, mm-hmm. so it's in the uh, theater, in the American Gardens Theater. The line was back past Morocco for the standby, and we're like, and that was at like two hours before the first show. We're like, nope, I'm not going to do that. I didn't realize it was that popular, too. It's something that when they release the, you, you can get a, kind of like they do a Fantasmic dining package all the time. Yep. You can get a dining package with guaranteed seating, and that's really the way to go if you really want to see it. Get a dining package, and then you don't have to worry about standby because there's locals that will come and just stand and standby for the speaker that they want. Um, so when we are there this year, is it starts on Thanksgiving or Black Friday? I can't remember for sure because we're not going because it's Stephen Curtis Chapman is the narrator. SCC, love it. Mm-hmm. And I've, seen so him in, I've seen him in concert multiple yeah. times. Um, and then there's Neil Patrick Harris. Um, that my wife, I was worried she was going to extend our trip for like three days to see Neil Patrick Harris. I, How I Met Your oh, Mother, one not. of my favorite shows. Uh, 
Um, I think had we not cruised with him in January, she might have. Um, and then uh, Whoopi Goldberg. Um, there's there's lists all over the place. There's no reason for me to read them, but we met Whoopi Goldberg that year when we went before 2010. She was buying a hat at the Le Chapeau on Main Street, USA, while we were getting Claire's a set of mouse ears too. So we got ours embroidered right before she did. Wow. That's our Whoopi Goldberg story. So I had to hold on to that. It was hard not to just say that earlier when we were talking about celebrities. So that's why there's celebrities there throughout the whole time. Mm-hmm. I think last year, the year before, Jody Benson, the voice of Ariel, did it. You know, And that's like, for the list of celebrities, she is a B-list celebrity because people have to be like, who? And then you say the voice of Ariel, and then it's like a big Disney mm-hmm. deal. But uh, yeah, there's so it's all. I actually names. watched. Uh, she had it, it. Hers was on YouTube, and I've watched that. Yeah, I think like people like Jeremy Irons have done it before. I mean, the list it, it's different every year. But people like Neil Patrick Harris, Steve Curtis Chapman. There's a few others that are there every year, just about. So it looks fun. Looks neat. It's a big ordeal. So I'd check it out if you're into that. I, I, some, it's, it's a bucket list item. That's for yeah, sure. Yeah, it is for us too, but not this trip. We're still not in that bucket yet. You gotta pick your battle, especially when the crowds and lines and you have yep. little ones. Might be one that you go to when your kids are a little bit older. A little older, middle school to high school age. I don't think we'd want to force a seven-year-old sit through it because it is an orchestral, you know, arrangements and narration of the Christmas story. Mm-hmm. And Claire is not going to care who that person is reading it. Mm, good point. Unless it was like actually Rapunzel. You know, Mandy Moore could read it. She might figure it out. She's pretty good with that. But but then that yeah. ruins the whole thing, you know. Well, see, they're into that. My kids get into looking at the people doing the voice work. Mm. So I don't know. Some people it's good for. Other people it ruins the magic, yeah. All right, well, that's that's all four parks. But, um, you know, moving on just a little bit, Disney does a lot during the holidays, not just at the parks. The resorts step up, too. And, yeah. And you can resort hop and check out some really cool things. What are some of your favorite things that the uh, resorts do during the holiday season? Well, just blanket statement, every resort puts up a tree. Um, different sizes and they're usually themed to the resort. So if you're at pop century, you know, it's going to have some pretty neat retro type stuff on it. Mm-hmm. Um, where if you're at wilderness lodge and more like your national parks decorated a tree, right? So, um, the trees get bigger and more elaborate as you move up those different levels. So your deluxe resorts have some pretty insane trees. Wilderness lodges tree is bananas. It's huge. Because they have a huge atrium to fill up. Um, and then, beyond the trees, the thing that I really like is the gingerbread houses that they build. And if you're staying at a deluxe resort, you might actually see it get built day by day. Like, you go in the morning to the park, and it looks this way. You come back, and it looks different. You see the process. Um, last year, when we were at the Grand Californian in November at Disneyland, they were building theirs. We saw it from start to finish in our days. They were putting the finishing touches on the day that we checked out. So it was really neat. I wish I had taken like a couple pictures of it every time I walked past just to show all the, the changes. But 
Um, some of the, like, I think it's Boardwalk, they actually build a carousel out of gingerbread. Oh, cool. Yeah, so if you have the time, so you're trying to avoid Christmas Day crowds in the park, Deluxe Resort Hop, look at the decorations, check them out. Um, that's one way to avoid it. And during those really crazy banana times, there are some character meets at the Deluxe Resorts as well. So you can find your different characters that way. Probably a good time to do some uh, character dining as well. Yeah, especially at the they, resorts. You know, with the character dining, no matter how busy or not busy the park is, you get the same amount of access to those characters. So it actually makes more sense to do your character dining on those holidays. So on our trip, we have that booked for Thanksgiving rather than a few days before Thanksgiving because we know it will be payoff for us on Thanksgiving mm-hmm. a little bit more. So that's the resorts. A lot of neat stuff, neat decorations. Really gets you in the and, and where are you staying? This one? I know you're staying a couple. Well, you just want to ruin next week's show, don't oh, you? Oh, you're right. You're right. You know what? No, we, we'll talk oh, about it next wait. week. All right. All right. We'll, we'll, well. Wait till, we'll wait till next week for oh, sure. I, uh, I'm, I'm excited for you. You get to, everything we just talked about, you get to experience here in a couple weeks. Oh, we're not doing all of that. We're not, so when we're there, there's no Christmas party. Because the week of Thanksgiving, they stopped doing them. For some reason. Uh, well, there's too many people. Oh, Because they have to close down the park at 7. And so where would all those people go? They should just have buses outside the Magic Kingdom, close it at 7, and every bus takes you to Disney Springs. That I'm surprised they don't do that. Well, maybe it's here. Maybe, or Springs. maybe, maybe here in a, a couple of years, if, if the rumors are true that the Osborne Lights are going to the Springs, uh, that might happen. That might. That would be worth going then. Uh, yeah. In the Springs, um, you can meet Santa there. It's like, you know, it's a mall, basically. Mm-hmm. Uh, they have some Christmas offerings. And they started doing princess meet and greets there. Yep, I, I heard that. That's a, kind of a big thing. That Big deal. No park ticket reti- required. Mm-hmm. So um, we'll see. It was a test. It was a test. So we'll see how that goes. Um, but, yeah, you can meet Santa over there. You can meet Santa Goofy at Hollywood Studios. Um, I don't think they officially have. I, all I know that. is the best Santa is at the mall in Lincoln, Nebraska. He's been the same Santa for like 10 years. So legit. So why am I going to meet Santa at Disney? Um, I don't know. We met him at Disneyland last year in November. And before we, when we got in line, my wife's like to the kids, so this is your one meeting of Santa. Make it count. It's, all the sunshine and happiness right there. Like, make it count. So yeah. they're all serious with Santa at Disneyland. Like, we're not going to take the time to meet any other Santas. We don't, yeah. Disney Santa was good enough. No, well, that, there you go. So I guess make that one count. Yep. Uh, they got the photo pass photographers. It's all good. Yeah, so, well, and actually, you know what? If you, I know throughout this week, Doug is going to probably put some uh, pictures up. Hopefully I can find some from my trip. Uh, a while ago, especially with the Osborne lights, but we'll put on Facebook and Twitter some some pictures of our times at the parks in the holiday season. And then stay tuned to our social media. And if you don't like us on Facebook, please rope drop radio, like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter, because as we both go on our trips here in a couple weeks, uh, we're going to be putting all sorts of fun pictures up mm-hmm. of what we've done, and maybe uh, you can throw some Q and A uh, type stuff. We'll get back to you, and uh, maybe we'll do some. Some uh, some rides and attractions for our fans. Do some live reviews and 
um, and, and see what we can do. It's, it's This is for you guys, so we want to hear from you what you want, what you uh, want to know more about, and uh, we'll experience it and let you know. And hopefully we can help you plan a trip during the holidays uh, to one of the many Disney parks and resorts. Yeah, planning next year's holiday trip is not too crazy. Nope. Um, because the 2018 Disney Cruise Line sailings just came out for spring. So um, 2017 holiday is way closer which, than Which I already told May. Michelle. I told Michelle we got to do a rope drop radio cruise. You know, a, a weekend on the dream doesn't sound so bad, does it? Oh, never. Well, I can't. I'm going to go on my first dream uh, vacation here, I don't know, five months, whatever. I don't know where I'm at right now. Maybe less than that. You know, as soon as you go, it's not going to be soon enough to get back on. That's the problem with Disney Cruise Line. Well, it's never that, soon enough. That, then we'll definitely have to do a rope drop radio cruise and get uh, some of our listeners on the ship with us. Absolutely. Sounds good. Well, for you guys who are interested in planning your uh, next year's Christmas vacation at either one of the parks, please contact uh, Michelle McKnight, the Rope Drop Queen herself. You can send us a message on Facebook when you send you her contact information. She is the one who has done all of my trips, all of Doug's trips, and a lot of my friends and family's trips as well. Uh, always really good at getting you a good deal or at least great information on how to be strategic with your stay. Uh, and especially during this time of the year, uh, you need to be strategic. You need to get those fast passes. You need to rope drop the right thing, or else you're going to be kind of like I was a few years ago and deer in a headlight because there is just so many people. Yeah, you you want to have that plan, and uh, she's really good at planning. I let her plan for me. That's a smart move. That's a that's a married husband kind of move right there. Yeah, she she I think she's really good at letting me think I plan stuff. You like, wear the she lets, see, you wear the pants in the relationship. She no, just tells you what pair that. to put on. I like the shorts. I'll take the shorts in the relationship. Um, she uh, she does let me do some of the the rope drop plan. Like she'll what tell is me rope drop radio? Yeah, she does let me. I do plan that the order of the attractions. Um, I have her on that, but she kept asking me what resorts we wanted to stay at, and I don't know why. She kept switching them anyway, so but we'll we'll talk about that next time. Sounds good. Well, stay tuned for our preview show next week, where Doug talks about his trip coming up. And uh, thank you for listening to Rope Drop Radio again. Please uh, like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter, and for any questions, we love to answer them on on the show. So again, be watching for our trips coming up in the next few weeks. For Doug McKnight, I'm Derek Sassman. Thank you for listening to Rope Drop Radio.